Hey, what up, what up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Man, we back after the Thanksgiving break, and we back with a good one. We got a special guest who's uh, will be calling into this podcast, my man Jeff Timmons. Yeah, that Jeff Timmons. You may know him from Dead 7. You may know him from, you know, all the way around. If you was in the mid-90s, who are we kidding? You know where you know him from. One of the founding members of the super famous pop group 98 degrees will be calling in because 98 degrees is on tour this christmas season and if you stay in the metro detroit area 98 degrees will be here tuesday the 5th of december playing the soundboard at the motor city casino um and incorporated with that 98 degrees have released their special two cd bundle set called let it snow it's the christmas album it is the christmas album they mixed in a couple of hits check it out all things 98 degrees at their website 98degrees.com so jeff timmons coming to the podcast coming to the craziness i got my man bk here tasha here we're gonna jump into this podcast he calling in this is pretty cool but first we gotta pay some bills i want to thank everyone everyone who has went to the home for everything revolving around the just talk with sam podcast that website is called samshownation.com yes right there at samshownation.com there is a donate button um dude this has always been a crowdsource podcast please give whatever makes you feel like a good person we thank the ones who've already did and those who are about to we thank you in advance because you guys have been doing great you're keeping the server calls down you're helping keeping the free funny free so please go ahead hit that donate button and give whatever makes you feel like a good person but if you want a little bang for your buck and you want to show off your love and quite honestly you want to show off your love to someone else the holiday seasons are approaching you can always go to samshownation.com. You get that store link and you can get all of your Just Talking With Sam merchandise and swag right there. Whether that be t-shirts, whether that be hats, whether that be stickers. It's all right there at Just Talking With Sam. You can go ahead and get whatever that you will need from the um, Sam Show Nation store. Um, whether that be whatever you need to show off your love of the podcast. Speaking of the podcast, you can go to samshownation.com. You get that podcast button. You get that podcast button, you can catch up on all of your favorite podcasts. Some you want to hear again, some maybe you missed. It's right there when you hit that podcast button. It's all right there. We all get a chance to sit down. We all get a chance to listen to the podcast, but maybe you don't like listening to podcasts. Maybe you got a service. That's fine. We got you covered. You know, you can always hear the podcast, you know, pretty much wherever podcasts can be listened to. That is um, home like, I don't know, like Stitcher, TuneIn, um, Spotify, Google Play, good old RSS, and the granddaddy of them all, you guessed it, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, we're all over there. And my Apple Podcasts, iTunes users, please do me a solid subscribe rate and review get the word out there we've been doing good stuff for a long time maybe you want to push it out we love reading your feedback so it's like hey i really like this podcast five stars hey the host of this podcast should really be quiet more times five stars it's all right there we appreciate your feedback it's right there 
please go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We got a um, few promotions this week. We got a few people. We got to pay some bills around here. Then we're going to jump into this great podcast. The first sponsor is the good folks at Ticket Network. Yes, there's a lot of stuff happening right now. You need to get up out of the house. You need to see what's going on. And the best way you can do that is going to Ticket Network. Go to SamShowNation.com on the current promotions page. You hit that Ticket Network link, and that is your connection to all the live events. Hey, maybe you like sports. NBA is in full speed. The NFL, we getting around playoffs time. NHL is going right. Maybe you can get some tickets to a college bowl game. Hey, maybe you ain't into sports. You like theater. Hamilton's touring. Lion King. Phantom of the Opera. Wicked. It's all there. Or maybe you like concerts. Hint, hint, wink, wink. I heard 98 Degrees is on tour. You need some tickets. What about the Rolling Stones? Um, What about their boy band brother and Backstreet Boys? They're touring. Elton John. Kiss. Paul McCartney. They're all on tour. And the best place you can go ahead and get all of those tickets is the Ticket Network. Go to SamShowNation.com. You click that Ticket Network link. Let me tell you something about Ticket Network. The Ticket Network has everything you need. They are your connection to live entertainment, regardless of whatever that is. And it connects you to over 100,000 concerts, sports, theater events worldwide. Their tickets are professionally um, are listed professionally on ticket-based companies and trusted ticket sellers and backed by their 100% money-back guarantee. You can shop with convenience. And God forbid something happen and you can't make that concert. You can also sell your tickets in a nice, safe place via Ticket Network. Hey, something happened. You got to go to work that night. You scheduled the wrong day off. Can't find a sitter. It's cool. You can sell your tickets with confidence with TicketNetwork.com. They have everything you need for a lot of the hardest fine events. So please go to SamShowNation.com. You click the Ticket Network link and get in the network, the Ticket Network. Go see a show. The next sponsor is the good folks at Booking.com. Booking.yeah. Booking.com. Yes, Booking.com. Look, it's the holiday season. We know y'all getting out of here. You got to be with family. You got to get there. You got you got to get there. That's what it is. Booking.com via SamShowNation.com. Go to SamShowNation.com. You hit that um, current promotions link. You could explore the beautiful possibilities. Maybe you're trying to get there with family. You want to be there. You want to be in a place. Uh, Booking.com has the best prices for any type of properties that you're looking for. Maybe you're staying a long time. Maybe you need an apartment. Maybe you want to just show up. You just want to be around family, but not be around family. They got the hotels. But maybe you, your Christmas gift to yourself is you don't want to be around your family. You don't want to be around them. You just you just had a horrible experience at Thanksgiving, and you like, I'm doing this for me. Do you know Booking.com guarantees the best prices for any type of property? Like I said, pro- Apartments, boats, castles, tree houses, villas, yurts, you name it. No, I'm just kidding. But um they got any type of accommodation listed on booking.com via booking.yet. If you go through samshownation.com, you click that booking.com link. You, yes, you are welcome to over a million. I say this with no pro you know, hyperbole. Literally over a million different properties and over two hundred countries 
worldwide. And there's no language barriers. They have all of their reps. Yes, you can actually talk to a person, and those reps can talk to you in over 40 different languages, whatever it is. Booking.com has never, never has booking fees and offers free cancellations on most rooms. Booking.com operates in its own in-house customer service team that's available 24-7, 365 to assist any of their guests and ensure exceptional customer service. Go to samshownation.com. You click that Booking.com link and you, yes, you will get the best rate guaranteed, no booking fees, best room selection, Multicultural. They have been voted the number one travel site among JD Power. Yeah, number one. They're available 24/7, 365. It's everything you need to get away or get closer. Whatever you need to do, go to samshownation.com. You click that booking.com link and explore the possibilities. All right. Next sponsor is the good folks at Walmart. Walmart knows what it is. We are past the looking glass, people. It is past Thanksgiving. And Walmart wants you to get ready, get set, and holiday. Because Walmart got everything that you need for this holiday season. Whether that be the top trending tech gifts for the tech person in your life. Whether that be the music lovers. Hint, hint, wink, wink. 98 degrees. Um, whether that be something for someone else. Whatever it is. Whatever is toys for the kids. They got whatever gift guide that you need for whoever you're buying gifts from. only thing they ask you to do is go to samshownation.com. You click that Walmart link and get ready, get set to holiday shop. They know what it is. They got everything that you could want. They got the hand-packed presents. They got kids, pets, a lot of suggestions, a lot of stuff that you need. That maybe you got roped into the um, Secret Santa. They got the best gifts for 25 and under, 50 and under, $100 and under, 200 and under. Something that's going to make you smile for your holiday season. So it's all right there. And you know, Walmart offers their same day in store pickup. Now, granted, this ain't for the last minute shoppers. This ain't for the, but you want to get it while you can. Hey, maybe you got to make an excuse. Maybe you're hiding a gift. You go to samshownation.com. You order whatever you got to get. Go to Walmart. Pick it up in the trunk. Trust me, I have been using that because the holidays kind of creep up on you. But Walmart wants you to get ready, get set, and holiday. The best way you can do that is go to samshownation.com. You click that Walmart link. And please check out their free in-store pickup. You get the little pickup bonus, too. Um, for doing so so please oh and they also have free grocery pickup as well so maybe you want to get that gift and maybe you know you got to cook that night too they got it right there so go to samshownation.com order whatever you got to get from walmart pick it up right there in the store and lastly and certainly not leastly the granddaddy of them all amazon.com right there on the home page and current promotions page there is an amazon banner samshownation.com amazon also wants you to find the perfect gift for this holiday season because hey look man it's here they got different gift guides for whatever you got for the people that you look for um the electronics gift guide the home gift guide uh the fashion gift guide the holiday toy list they want you know the hottest toys out 
for whatever's out. Hey, maybe different other collection. Like, uh, maybe you like Oprah's favorite thing. Boom, there's a collection on Amazon. Gift cards. You can never go wrong with a good gift card. Am- Amazon got you covered. They can shop the deals. Maybe you guys, I don't know if you guys do this. You play White Elephant. I play White Elephant. You know when you play White Elephant? There's a gift card for it. Right there on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon got everything from A to Z. But you may want to hurry up. Even though Amazon, they want you to sign up for Prime. You can do that. You get free two-day shipping to wherever you are. Wherever you may be. Free two-day shipping. Go ahead with Prime among all of the perks with Prime. Their music streaming service. Hint, hint, wink, wink, 98 degrees. Um, It's all right there. All the perks of Prime. And they got all the guys that you need. But they want you to act fast because Christmas... The holiday season is a pro- is around us, and we know what it is. So we want you to hurry up, get into it, and um, go ahead and make your holidays that much bright by going to samshownation.com. You click that banner on the homepage and current promotions page, and right there, you can be the MVP of your holiday season because Amazon has everything from A to Z. Alright, well that's enough of my talking right now. We're about to hit this intro. Pause for the calls for about 90 seconds. Got my man BK. Got Tasha. They putting on their stuff. And Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees will be calling in to talk about um, the 98 Degrees tour that will be coming to the Metro Detroit area this th- Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday the 5th of December at the Soundboard at the Motor City Casino. I'll see you guys in about 90 seconds. This is Just Talk With Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just put your name on it. You don't talk about it. Be about it. I don't know this until like right now. Seriously. Subscribe right and review on iTunes, Joe. Obviously, if y'all just listen, we, we never write this out. All right, we back after the Thanksgiving holiday. Man, we got a special guest calling in in just a few. My man Jeff Timmons from from the group 98 Degrees. I got to say the group because is that a bad word, boy band? Yes. Because I was thinking about that. It is very is, Well, for starters, he's not a boy anymore. He's a grown-ass man. The same. But like, what is he known for? Oh, shit. 
98 degrees. The boy band. The boy band. That's, that's what but that's what I'm saying. When you came up in a time, like I'm not, I'm not saying that. You know what? I'll just ask him in the interview. I'll just ask him because I don't know if that's a bad word or not. If you grew up singing, well, we on the we we don't, well, no man. I'm not gonna say that. Go you ahead. know what I mean? Yeah. Like who am I kidding? I, hey, secret time. I know I, I I saw the Netflix thing from um, Burt Kreiser, so I'm doing that now. Whenever I divulge something by myself, so I don't want to be like, "Oh, Sam biting." No, I just it it's in me now. When you say secret time, hey, real talk. Growing up, I used to um listen to the boy bands because it was like 98 Degrees was the only boy band on Motown. I'm gonna tell you one thing. I've, they I, had hits. I, I didn't listen to them. They had hits. I mean, maybe, I'm sure they did. See, the hardest thing I've ever had to... T- like, this is yeah. Nick Lachey before he got with Jessica Simpson. I, dude, the only uh, is, Jeff was there, who's is, calling in this podcast. Is Nick Lachey white? Um, yeah, Nick Andrew. Like, like the, the only white dude I listened to back in the day, and I was great. I was happy to see him on the social in the wars, and he was a, I didn't even know he was white until... This year? The Soul Trade Awards no, that just passed? I think when I, like, after we graduated from high school. Okay. That was John B. You didn't know John B was white? I thought he was just a light-skinned good guy. A light-skinned guy with some really good hair. All right, I don't put a pen in He that. got soul. You know what? He liked girls with fat ass. You're not doing this to me right now. I'm just saying. All right, first of all. Don't listen to. All right, look. That I, was, I realize. That was the coolest white boy. I don't give a damn what nobody say. That was the coolest white boy ever. I mean. I mean, back in like my parents' time, your parents' time, they had no, no, they didn't. Hold okay, on, hold on. Never mind. No, no, no. If you want to sit down and talk about Blue Eyes Soul, what about Billy Joel? Do we got you? You go Billy got, Joel. We got uh, Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. We got uh, uh, uh what's the dude that sing? Uh, I not, not, I swear for God, nobody knew this guy. Was uh, Peter, Peter. Um, no, that, that, no, his name ain't Peter. No, uh, uh, God, I would say Peter Francis. His name is. I'm trying not. To, I'm trying not to look it this up. This song here, dude. I swear, I didn't uh, find out this guy was white till this year. Casey and the Sunshine Band. You can toss them in there. No, no. Paula Dotes. Hall and Notes. Hall and Notes do that. They, they, they count. Yeah. No, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna fuck though. No. Sarah, you can't tell me that ain't black people singing, but then uh, there it goes. Sarah. But, uh, uh, smile. What? I can't think of the name of that damn song. And then it's you gonna, got, um, me at the most I can't go for that. Uh, no, no, can't do. I can't go for that. Can't go for that. Can't. All right. Either way, this is how I got 98 degrees. And if you listen under the sound of my voice, uh, was it? By this. Time of this podcast, this Tuesday, the 5th of December, 98 Degrees will be at the soundboard at the Motor City Hotel and Casino doing a, um, uh, it's not, is it a Christmas show? Bobby Caldwell. What you won't do, do for love. You tried everything. Didn't know that guy was white to this year. Bobby Caldwell would not be at the soundboard at the Motor City Casino. <laughs> but 98 Degrees down. will be Sam there. Show Nation. If you listen to the show. And you have seen myself and McLean. You don't get no blacker than this. You cannot tell me that uh, I always knew. Unless you got unless like I don't, I don't even, you can't tell me you knew that Bobby Caldwell was white all this time. I'm not gonna act like I did. But here's here's one. Fuck it. I, I said it earlier. I said it again. Secret time. You know who I just found out was a white guy? Like within the last two years, who? Boscags. Because all I knew was lowdown. Now, what? He was in a movie. All I knew was Lowdown. 
I, I think it was in a movie. Let's turn it low. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna play it because you ain't Michael, suing me. Michael Bolton when he sang "Person." No, no. Stage. I, oh, I, oh, I knew when a man loves a woman. Oh, I knew he was a white guy. No, no. I knew immediately he was a white no, guy. No, no. You know he was white. I'm just saying uh, on on uh, on the lines of blue ass soul. Like he ain't sing that song better than "Person Sledge." But if you ever look at his band, if you ever look at his band, everybody else is black. So yeah, but here's the deal with Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton did what other blue eyed soul people didn't do. He enunciate. So when you enunciate. You doing that? Ah, right, you white guy. You try it. You try it. Like, um, um, who's like? Since we're on the subject, we was talking about boy bands when Justin went solo. Well, we all knew Justin Timberlake by itself. Um, we knew. And some people you know because some words. Here's here's the rule for any white guy who's listening. We're trying to jump to that blue eyed soul record. Your last word of the sentence, you should just not say the word you got to trail off. If that makes if that makes sense. I mean, like if blue eyes soul, you can look at now. No, no, no. See, you know how you don't say no. You just kind of trail off. No, no, no. You just got you can't you can't do it yet. you got uh, there are some not not all of his songs. You may agree or disagree with me. What, what's up? This is we just have to agree to disagree on this one. But Blue Ass Soul could be that sound like that would be somebody like like Eric Clapton can do it. The guitar. No, hell no. No, no, he could do it. No, he can't. I do. I'm, I'm trying to think of a song where like you talking about fucking he- all right, fucking slow hand. We're not talking about his guitar skills. Ahead. I'm talking about the singer skills. No, no, like all right, all right, my all thing right. is that my thing heaven. is when you, you mix, ever heard heaven you, by him? Yeah. Would you know my name? Too much enunciation right there. Dude, no, if not. I saw you in okay, heaven, you got, I clearly understand what he said. You got if you got Bo, no Bo Diddley was black. Yeah, you got uh the dude that's you know no BB King had a had a white singer with him. It's slipping my it, Eric Clapton. No, no, the ride with no, the no, King no, out. No, 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 no. Don't cross me, baby. No, no, no. Media no. play music. Wait, 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 wait. Out BB here, BB King had a white singer with him. He was from New Orleans. I'm trying to think of his name. He always he always had a brim or wore a kango. This dude. Are you sure that's not Eric Clapton? I'm positive. Ride with the King. Eric, I'm talking about no, no. Ride with the King. Eric Clapton was a skinny guy, nerdy looking dude, wore glasses, wore, played played the guitar. That's, the that's what I'm talking about. The white dude. Sun died and got him a Grammy. The white dude. Yeah, I said it. The white dude that I'm talking about. That is exactly what happened. The white. Okay, great. But the white dude I'm talking about always wore a brim. He played the organ. For Bobby, for for Bobby, for BB uh, King, I cannot think of his name for nothing. If you know it, hit him up. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. If, go I'm, ahead, because it's gonna hit like hit him up now, because it's bothering me. It's, it's All right, me for the rest of the evening. Here we go. Let's do some news and notes before uh, my man Jeff Timmons of ninety eight degrees call in. You can see him on the fifth of December at the Motor City Casino and Hotel. Get your tickets together. It's a Christmas extravaganza, but you know you're gonna play the hits. Like, you can't be a part of the Christmas, it's all for the season. And I listen to the Christmas album. Christmas album, cool, too. But you know they're going to sneak. You don't have a concert. All, all right, now. Dude. Play the hardest thing. You got to, uh, what's some more of those 98 yeah, degree like hits? Every year, um, my boys know this song by heart. Every year on Christmas, when I wake up and cook the breakfast for them. My every time? Oh, I'm I sorry, I'm one, just thinking 98 degrees. I play, I play one Christmas song over and over. Right here. God no! Are you serious? No, I no, 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 no. I, I shouldn't say it like that. I don't want to say it like that because you know, Mariah like, Carey, like uh, all I want for Christmas, all that good stuff, is, is this picking up? Or? Yeah, yeah, you're good. No, but I'm talking about for like I'm both. Give me one of 
I don't have the other. No, hold on. I just go over here. You um, turn it off. So um, no, nigga, the Temptations, Silent Night. Oh, of course. That's the only song I play. Like when I'm cooking, I played that in the summertime when I was barbecuing. Look, I, I'm serious. Look for the record. Blasted it too. For the or uh, the whispers. Uh, is that I think it's the whispers. Um, man, not the Jackson Five. The whispers. Um, is it Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? That's that's Jackson Five. Yeah, Rudolph, Rudolph wants to ride my sleigh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What um, a good old Black Soul Christmas. The so whispers. That, that's uh, the Black King Cole. First of all. That's traditional. Well, that's traditional. I mean, like, like, like I'm, I'm just saying. Can't deny that. No. I mean, like, here, here go my thing. With Christmas. I don't know. Let me this question. For Christmas, I, I know we get off subject real quick. Yeah. For Christmas, am I the only one that had that record of a uh, Silent Night jingle bell? No, did, you did, grew up in a black family. We oh, all right. had that. Okay. If if did you, you had the vinyl, did, the vinyl. Yes. If you didn't, they mailed it. Yeah. They mailed it to your house. You well, know, I want a record player. Actually, that's what I really want a record player. Like, do you? Yes. Well. Oh. All right, news and notes. Let's go. Want to know who got one? I know a few people who got yeah, one. Truly, I have a record player, mm. and I have this. I have that Christmas album. It got eight I songs I want on some it. Vinyl, I do. Hmm. I want that wax? I sell you mine if I didn't want it. Um, but I do want it. Fuck it. News and notes. Before, yeah, before we got way off. I know way <laughs> off topic. Ninety-eight degrees. Ninety-eight degrees. He Jeff is calling in. We'll we'll talk to Jeff when he get here. All right, who am I kidding? I'm going to talk to Jeff when I get here because all of y'all going to walk away and let me do this goddamn interview by myself. You know what? We're walking away. I'm going to tell you this. This is completely different in my for me than what it was when we did Richard Smallwood. I was here with you when you, you talked to You was. It said nothing. But it was just, I mean. <laughs> Lisa Lapinelli, too. Oh, we had, no, no, I did talk to Lisa Lapinelli. You did this. Hey. And all right. And she, and she started talking about black guys. Yep. I had a raging heart on. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. But at the same time, the thing of it is, <laughs> the thing of it is, <laughs> The thing of it is, really Smallwood, I mean, I mean, you had to. I, I, I mean, like, remember, I'd have no questions until afterwards when we went on the floor. Yeah, when we went outside. We went outside. Had everything oh, started. that would have been a great question. And you gave me every opportunity to talk to him. That would have been a great question just, 10 minutes ago. Richard Smallwood. Like, well, like, okay, here we go. You might get an interview next year or a year after. We'd be, we, well, we'd probably be grand, grandfathers by the end. But mm-hmm. you might get an interview with Shirley Caesar. And that's I what I want. I want that so bad. See, and if that's the case, then it would have to, the podcast will have to consist of you and your mama and my mama. You know what? I they cannot be there. I, I like I love my <laughs> I, parents. I, I agree with that too. <laughs> because I, I just thought of, I know where you're going. This is an hour show. This is an hour show. I mean, like that that is it's a early season. That's that's a four parter. Yeah. Maybe when you talk to uh, Lisa Page Lockhart, maybe they can come on. But Lisa surely Page Lockhart? Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, that's it's Lisa Page Brooks and Tasha Page Brooks. Lockhart. Yeah. Yeah. Tasha Page, yes. Well, hey, the one Whatever. that was over there on Perfecting Church with Mama. I know who you're talking about. Her. She, they, they both can sing. So, hey. Yeah. All right. Here's one thing I want to I agree with you on that. Your mama and my mama. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that's a, that, that is a four-parter. Yeah. I, they will forget that you're here. They have a Terrian service with her on the phone. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He ain't lying. Yeah. The mourner's bench. Foot washing service. Yeah, foot washing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Tasha, come on! Everybody Wait safe! Wait a minute! Everybody safe! Why is it football in here? Why is people's uh, feet out in my house? And then on top of that, Sam, go get some grape juice and crackers. Yeah, you now nobody's having communion. communion. So we just go just. Now, Sam, just woo! The entire nation's completely confused on what it is you're supposed to be doing here. Uh, all right, news and notes. All right, those I got the tweets last week. I was not here. A lot of people were just like Sam, done. 
do it's Thanksgiving, man. We usually record on Thursdays, Fridays, and the weekend. It's time for us. I get a break too, right? But also, um, to address that, we will have a special episode that we always do towards the end of the year. That is the sit show ass down of the year. When is that? I got to make sure I make that. That is going to be. That New Year's Eve. We usually do it New Year's Eve. Somewhere, um, when is New Year's Eve? Uh, pull up a calendar right now. It's the last day. Uh, no, uh, that is on a Monday, that Thursday. So, like, what is the 28th. What is the 28th or the 29th, when we know. record. my calendar. The 28th, December 28th to 29th. Yeah, Since it is on a Monday, we're going to get the top. How did we do it last year? We did Sweet 16, and we broke down. Who is the sit your ass down of the year? Christmas is early on a Tuesday. This so we're going to do Tuesday? it that way. Yeah. That that will be our payback for, you know, because we skipped a week this week. Um, news and notes. I, I did a eulogy about this in the last podcast. Christmas is on Tuesday. Stanley dies. At, yeah, man. At yeah, man. 95. Dude. That, like, I that's did, a podcast by itself. I did a eulogy. You did? Because okay. Nick Ryan Howard, he, he was on the podcast. I like, man, I love having guests on, but we... We got to talk about this. I hope you don't mind. He, What he said, he was just like, yeah. From one guy who creates a universe to a person who's starting to do so. Right. Oh, hell yeah. So, right. Stan Lee, right. like, I saw all of that. Stan Lee is the... I used to, you know how you look at... Um, um, you know, you had those debates that like, when, you, when you talk about the... Uh, uh, who did what? No, 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 no. When you talk about, like, the strongest person in, the, in that universe... universe? You got you, you, you Galactus, Thanos, and people like that, right? Eternity, and then they come to the one above all. Mm-hmm. I've always thought that was Stanley himself. He created Stanley. Um, so I always thought you, t- you ought to. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. You, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Watcher was always Stanley because no. his whole job was, was to just watch. To but see, the only reason I can't go along with you with that is because if that was the case, mm-hmm. if his only job was to watch. Just watch. He never then, jump in. No, 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 no. If it's no, he jumped in once. Yeah, okay. He jumped. Yeah, he jumped, he jumped in, in, in the garden. He jumped. No, he, he jumped, jumped in, in with the Green Lantern he, too. He, he jumped in with Parallax. He, he jumped in. No, no. Excuse me. Excuse me. Wrong. Wrong. Ooh, wrong universe. I, I, I know. Yeah, you. He you jumped in. in. No, the Watcher jumped in in the Infinity Gauntlet because he like, look, if he gets so hot, he can take my ass out. None. See now that's the conversation. That, that's, that's, that's a, a whole podcast by itself because I strongly disagree with you on that. My thing is now I've only seen him jump in on two fights. One was actually to aid the uh, well Avengers, but it was mainly the, the the main characters were Fantastic Four against Galactus. Yep. He didn't fight. He just showed them how to beat Galactus yep. and then proved to them he really wasn't a villain. He was just trying to survive. He, yeah, and the other he didn't one, care either way. Look, y'all go. This is how you do it. If you right, don't do it, cool. right, right. He didn't fight, and but then the other one was when he damn near fought. But it was when this is in the, like as in is in an alternate Marvel universe when Doctor Doom got the Odin Force. Mm, I remember that. And Doom, what Doom made him look weak, but you know the Watcher has much more power than that. He's stronger than Galactus. I mean, he was not going to... He got the Odin Force, but I, I don't think Odin could beat the Watcher. All right, you want to go meta for like two seconds. You can disagree with me. Go meta with me for a second. After See, Stanley, this is what happens when it's just me and you. I know, I know, I know. Hey, Jeff, call it in a minute. But yeah. 
Let's go meta. Shout out to 98. <laughs> Let's go. Look, look. He caught it because he going to stop this shit. BK and McLean. Let's hit but, it. But here we go. We've been drinking. Yeah. We had a lot, not a lot, but like I said, let's go meta for a second. I believe, and I and I figured this out after my eulogy in the last podcast, and after I'm thinking about it, and I was thinking about this hard. The greatest character Stanley ever created was Stanley himself. I'm with you so far because Stanley, you you do understand Stanley is not his real name, right? No, no. It's like Stanley. Correct. Yeah, You're like, all right, all right. We know that. All right. No, yeah, yeah. So here it is, and I like everybody's telling their stories about Stanley or whatever. But one of the stories I uh, wrote upon is um, obviously, you know, during his last days, his family was in a lot of turmoil. It was all in the news. It was all right. everywhere. Right. Now his wife died. Now his wife died a week before he went to Man's Chinese Theater. Wow. To get his name in the in the cement and the that. star on Hollywood and all that other good stuff, he should have canceled that. He should have canceled. Canceled. You know why he didn't know? But for the reason, that's what I said. The greatest character he ever put on. He got up that morning. If he canceled it, totally understandable. Stanley. I mean, who who wouldn't give him another shot? But he did straight up Hollywood. Stanley put on the goddamn sweater. He went out there with Stanley. Right. But when they was there, they show a documentary on Stanley, and in that Stanley documentary, they interviewed his wife. It's just bad timing. Not necessarily bad timing. Just fucked up that she died, and they already had this plan. It's just death. It so stands. so when they showed the documentary. Like, she was going into it, like, about the characters, and his wife broke character in the documentary, and she said, you know what, everybody always want to talk about the heroes, everybody want to talk about Spider-Man, everyone want to talk about the Fantastic Four, but what they don't know is my husband is a poet. He used to write me the most beautiful poetry. He used to write me this, whenever y'all read about the heroes, y'all read about the comics, he used to write me these love letters almost on a daily basis right. that y'all will never know. My husband could have written the great American novel, right. but the problem is he understood that y'all needed a hero. So he changed his plan to be, and I'm like, oh shit. That so the whole sense. Stan Lee thing is a work. It's a gimmick. And and, and, and and when you look at it from another it's standpoint, an, it's an act. When you, you look, know, we look at it from another standpoint. Um, I heard a preacher some years ago, uh, and he gave the greatest analogy talking about superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. And he used um, the X Men. To me, X Men is probably the greatest example. Discrimination. When you look at far, we look as far as prejudices, civil rights. Yeah. If the X Men was great today. I'm probably sure it would be some gay X Men. Oh yeah, I'm talking about. There's gay X Men now, but it would I mean, be, I, I, I get what you said. When the X Men were made, it wasn't cool to be gay. Does that make I sense? see what you're saying. If the X Men were made now, or you know, we'll probably have some gay X Men, and then we would still love them too. The whole the basis of X Men is discrimination. Is uh, like somebody you, different than you? When you look at, there is a gay one though. When you look at. Yeah, um, I, I, Iceman, Iceman, Nigga signed a teenage warhead. 
Yeah, Iceman's gay too. What, what, uh, we all thought Iceman was yeah, gay. Yeah, like, when he came mean, out. Yeah. We all thought During the time it was, Iceman was created, it was never said. All this time you didn't that. fuck Rogue? Man, get out of here. Because <laughs> oh, Gambit, oh, oh, Gambit oh, I'm was the only on one it. thought that. Gambit was on it. And yeah. Gambit knew if I do it, I'm going to die. But like, like, pussy got to be good. But the thing of it is, like when you look at Stanley... I agree with you. It was all about civil rights and all that. Yeah. And because if, if, if you take it to context, um, Charles Xavier was Martin Luther King. Magneto was Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. They're good friends, just different views, but somehow they meet in the middle. Does that make sense? Just like Malcolm and Martin, because they exactly. they ch- like I'm for nonviolence. Magneto say I'm gonna kill all of y'all. Malcolm X Malcolm X said by any means necessary. But then they flipped towards the end of each other's life. Charles was about to die. Magneto came there and said, use his powers to get the uh, Shi'ar. Yep. Come help. Same thing. Same thing with Malcolm X and Martin Luther that's, King. That's my point. When Malcolm X with the Mecca, he came back. Uh, you right. know what? It's all about peace. Savage land. And then. Savage land. And then Malcolm X, oh, excuse me, Martin Luther King got with uh, Stokey Hathaway and stuff like that. Yeah, we right. do need right. to fight. Right. So y'all do know that McLean and I did pass history class. No problem. Look at that. Always, no, no, just, but we've always agreed on that. Way, you know way what, before you, you know, had, but, way, way before, no, but if you remember, way before you had the podcast, can we, we say, we always can we say like, we're agreeing that Stanley's greatest character is Stanley. Like, granted, I'm going meta. No, no, but no, no, but to my, 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 my point was, was that um, a friend of mine had brought up something that I had never thought about, right? And we was talking about Stanley at the job uh, when we went to work and he had died. Mm-hmm. And he said, people make up characters that are fiction that they wish they could be. Now, that's, with that. now that's, with that. That is tons of volume. Yeah. Because Stan Lee in each character has a, even for the black characters that he endorsed that he didn't create. He got that in turmoil. Dude. Like, all, about, all of Stan Lee's characters have like, this like, is something. Magneto is not necessarily white. Because remember, Magneto was actually. Uh, He's Jewish. He's Jewish. Now, dude, if that don't speak nothing, I don't know what does. Like, his whole thing was about I mean, he, life. Jewish people are white, but when you look at... It's a religion. You can be whatever but, you... But so, he, so Stan Lee broke racial barriers. Yeah. He broke religion. prejudice barriers, too. Because, prejudice. Because if you look at uh, um, um, Rogue, uh, and we, if we want to talk about prejudice, Rogue couldn't even be touched. Mm-hmm. If we want to take it even further than that and go a little deeper with me, if you won't, we can even go back to like biblical standpoints with people with leprosy, or people who was dirty who who couldn't touch Christ. Do you see All where, do you, do you see where I yeah, want to go I'm with that? that? All of Stanley's creations have a double meaning. The Hulk, yeah. Hulk was about anger management, right? Iron Man was about having. Having the it all. Haves and have nots. Haves and the have nots. And then being able to. Hey, I'm a normal guy. I got a shit ton of money, but I got a drinking problem. Your ego. Calm yourself down. Yeah. What the drinking problem? Uh, no, no. Captain America is about old school values. With, uh, no, no. I just. I, yeah. Tony Stark had it. I, I know. He, I, I, I want to just override you. Yes. Tony Stark had a drinking problem. Yeah. And that about it. My brother would say that he had a Coke problem. Oh, he got on coke too. I'm just saying. I know. I I, I know that much about Tony Stark. Yeah, does he had a coke problem? I mean, like my, my brother said, the he drinking was problem. more than the coke. It was just like, well, I'm here. He was an alcoholic, but he right. was a, a, a rich boy that didn't understand the have-nots. Yeah, but then came to meet Captain America and under, uh, that oh, humbled him. The the, ba- the best line he said: "Take that armor off and see if I don't whoop your ass." 
Several times he said, uh, "Yeah, take that, uh, and, take the goddamn suit and off." I'm a fan of Iron Man, just like you are. Yeah. But we all know. Oh no, yeah. If you he will was to fight our, our Captain America, straight up. And then here it is for you, Samsung Nation people that say, "Well, ask us, Captain America got the serum." No, no, take the serum away too. He would have whooped his ass without the suit. Because the whole thing about Captain America was just like, I don't like bullies. He don't give up. You gonna lose gonna, the fight? Yeah. I remember you in the eighth grade did that push-up contest. Oh God, Sam! Damn, you you went up crates. against all the well, 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 you we did the grace for that one. Well, we were you, we weren't in eighth grade at the time. We, no, we wasn't. We was in Miss Palman must have been. That's, no, that's, that's, that's eighth. That is that's eighth grade. Palman was sixth grade. You said, eighth grade was no. uh, uh uh McRipley. McRipley. Oh shit! Yeah. Talk about a drinking problem. <laughs> you talk about a goddamn drinking. <laughs> if you were talking about drinking problem, I would have said Mr. Trap. I was I no. Uh, I was at Mr. Rankins because if we, you know if he didn't have one, yeah. if he didn't have one before us, okay. he had one after now us. I know how long we've been knowing each other. Okay, so, if he didn't have one before is. us, he had he but definitely had one after us. It was a push-up contest, and you was going against some other guys that mm-hmm. was on the basketball team and all that good shit. Yep, and I saw your face. Oh no, I don't. And I, don't I remember, quit. I remember, I leaned over to King Yan and I said, I think he pissed himself. And he, you kept doing the push-ups, and you won. And that's what, what Captain America was about. Captain America, you you may beat his ass, but he's going to keep getting up. And you don't get tired. He'll give you that one blow, and then you're done. Now, enhance that type of psyche with another 10% of human yeah. I'm glad normality you, I'm, or abnormality, if you want to look at it. I'm glad you brought that up, because shout out to K.I., because she did pull me off that goddamn floor. <laughs> Mo left. Oh, nigga. Cause like, I, Coach Mo left. He, 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 he got in that Benz truck. I'm going to you because me and Mike and Dave is making jokes about you. Kenya did pick me up. Hey, you, wow. you straight, right? Yeah, I, I, I said exactly what I said. No, Kenya picked me up, you gave me one of them red Gatorades. You got this, right? No, you said you did. I'm not talking to you, Todd. Hey, hey, it is. Shit, we worked there. But here's what I'm saying Is he Stanley, life worth lived. Man, we could go. Like I said, it's. He said it best. It's a podcast in itself. I don't go to that office. Um, here's what else we missed. Uh, shit, here we go. Hey, color me surprised. I know we did a lot of stuff about the NFL, especially because the league championship, and that's coming up. I will let our commissioner talk about that y'all soon. Let, y'all let him win. What? It's not over. Y'all Playoffs are starting. Y'all let him win. I may be the first. It ain't over yet. I may be the first person to repeat. Listen, to anybody that's competing against this nigga, <laughs> please beat him. Uh, uh, contest, like beat him. There's a lot of collusion. I have been in, I listen. I've been in plenty of contests with him, and if you let him win, even if he loses, even if he loses, he will talk about the times he's won, yeah, and you just forget, and you will forget about that the you are the winner. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I've been doing this for a while. You just, hey, you just said it. He do it. Won't give up. Mike, is Zia <laughs> in this? Zia's not it. Zia and Mike are alternates. If anything happens to one of us, they could come in. They have an open invitation to come in. I don't know. Is Zia and Mike is your backup? Did you just? Is that what you're saying? Mike you Moore is Zia or Hadi? Yeah, I gave you governments. If something happens to me, do not let any of these two people win. <laughs> and I'm saying right now. I'm, for Samsung Nation that don't know Ziad, I know Ziad. It's not. It's gonna be the same with the old. Mike will be worse. Don't let him win. <laughs> Mike, I love you. I love them girls and your wife, but I don't want you to win either, cause nigga, you worse than Sam. <laughs> when it comes to talking shit and laughing at people, it, 
That what, what, what Brandy used to call that shit? That embarrassing. It was embarrassing. No, no, it was Brandy, embarrassing. No, 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 Brandy, no, no. Mike will point at you. Brandy used to call Mike's laugh that embarrassingly loud oh, laugh. God, because Mike will point point at you. He will point at you. Laugh, he will laugh. Laugh. Like my Mike, shit. Don't I make jokes? I don't want Mike or Zia to win. <laughs> I love both of y'all. I, you know, my brothers, but no, I don't want fuck y'all. No, nah, but win. they are allowed in the league if anything was happening to me. Um. All right. So that means y'all got to kill three people. <laughs> that's really what that means. That's really what that means. Um, what else we missed in the last two weeks? Oh shit! I wanted to talk about this. Um, uh, the reason I brought up sports in the whole we focus a lot on the NFL, mainly because of the league and all the stuff we do. But we didn't forget about the NBA. And I fucking told you over the summer. This was going to happen. I wish I had the clip ready. I'm, see, see, here it is. Carmelo Anthony here it is. is leaving Houston. Here it is. Well, at, well, he's gone now. Nah. Have we talked about... J- Listen, I didn't want to talk to you about the, the NBA, NBA until like March. But... Did you hear about J.R. Smith? Oh, well, it's funny because we will oh! bring him up no, later. We no longer refer to him as J.R. Smith. His name is Henny. No, he's J.R. Smith. His name is Cause J.R. Smith think he LeBron James Excuse, excuse me Excuse me and Guys Nigga If you stay with us Through this part Of the podcast We are accepting votes For the sit your ass Down of the year no, no. Hit hit I'm voting wait, for everybody Wait If we talk about the NBA I'm voting for everybody on That listen to you I don't know how many views you got How many listeners you got But I'm Everybody We are looking for the top 16 J.R. Smith J.R. Smith Has to at least Be in the top 16 No J.R. Smith is in the top Two. No, I, he's yeah. number two. Trump is number one. We banned Trump because of the whole like he he's gonna win every time. So we put okay the number. He two. has the honorary. You know Such what? A, You're just gonna go to the heavens. Okay, so the number two then is Hillary. The number one is Hillary. The number two is Trump. Jr's. Like his. I don't. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Let me. Let, let me. Let like me, I said, let me, no, it's no. up to them. No, all no. Off. Let me talk about that. It's not because I don't like Hillary. It's because that your time is up. It's just to sit your ass down. If I was to say Hillary, then I got to include Bill because Bill's time mm-hmm. is up too. Sit down. But what we going to do, we'll let the people decide. Then J.R. Smith. Now, every podcast, for the most part, most podcasts, I will say, most podcasts. Because sometimes when we have guests, we, we chill a little bit, but we come back to next week. Sit your ass down. We, for the most part, every, every podcast, every mm, most of ninety percent of the podcast. So tabulate all of those. Who's the one? I'm looking at J.R. Smith. You talk about sports, or or, 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 or for the year for the year of 2018. I'm not going to tell you until I get here. Here's what we're going to do. We're just we're just. And it's not Donald Trump. I, no, no. I, okay. Here, Can you it say it will not be Donald? It, it will not. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, no, no. no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about me. I will not talk about Donald. I will. But my sit your ass down will be not of be Donald year. Trump. Will not be Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. J.R. Smith in your top five, Andy. He gotta be. I just said J.R. Smith. He's like, J- J- he's J- in the top five. Yes. All right, then. That's so, all I ask. Wait till I come over here. I'll take him a thing. I, I See, because I'll let everyone tabulate the list. But another person I want to talk about in the NBA, Carmelo Anthony. Excuse me. Excuse me. I. I sorry. The rule I, I I happen to like Carmelo. The Anthony. rule I said I cannot refer to him, and I like his wife. I cannot refer to him as Carmelo Anthony this year. He is Goka. Who's who? He's Goka. Goku. Goka. 
Oh, well, oh hey. Goka. Oh, he's the ghost of Carmelo Anthony. He is not himself. He is the ghost of Carmelo Anthony. His wife and I said sitting. She fan as hell. I said yeah. sitting right here in my chair. I said he's gonna go to Houston. He's gonna piss it away. I don't know how he's gonna do it. I need to find that podcast because we was talking about all the trades and all the stuff happening. And I said. I wouldn't have. He on that fan, friends and family program, nah. and he's gonna find a way to fuck it up. I wouldn't have. Like I like Carmelo. Honestly, here, 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 uh, how? Opinion, now I don't mean to be disrespectful. This is what I think about Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony is a famous basketball player, but he's even more famous only because of his fine ass wife. I mean, that's. I it. like your take. That's it. Now I can say she found it. I went the other way. I say that just came with the package. Carmelo Anthony has been coasting. Got them big ass. Yep. I, I watch power. Nipples. I watch power. You see power? Oh, I watch power. I'm talking about. I'm only talking about. This is the only player I saw. Yeah. Anyway. Hey man. You know what? You know what? No, let's she, just call. It. She I, fine as hell. I even give damn. She fine as hold hell. Hold on, wait. Let's, let's just, take a shot. Let's do this. Let's do this. She fine as hell. I want to. I want to be completely transparent. I've been rocking with Lala before Lala was Lala Anthony. She was Lala Vasquez. I remember that. On MTV. I remember that. MTV Beach House. I remember that. And she used to do the things between the video. Ago. That's a long I, I, time ago. I, but she was fine back then, too. And that's, I ain't, like, I ain't saying that. You better, you better fine. set up. Oh, and come on. around that same time at the MTV Beach House was my guest who's calling in right now. Mr. Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees. Let's get on the phone with Jeff. When I say let's, I mean me and two people watching me. Let's get yeah. on the phone with Jeff. Let's know. talk about what's going down at the Motor City Casino I got to, I got to on the nigga. 5th of December. All right. I got to speak to Sam. Is this Sam? Yeah, this is Sam. Jeff? Yes, how are you? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey man, thanks for taking the time to do this. I appreciate it. Oh man, thank you for calling into the podcast and just being a part of this. I wanted to talk about you guys mainly because um, I don't know how much street cred this has. I've been a fan of you guys since since you guys been around, like the late '90s, early aughts. Yeah, I know. Me and my friends, we got together and we tried to sing the hardest thing and all the hits. So thank you for calling into the podcast. Well, hey, man, I don't want to jeopardize this street cred, but I can tell you very much <laughs> that I, I appreciate that, man. That's really nice of you to say. And, heck, man, it's always an honor and always flattering to hear people tell us that they, you know, that they were singing our songs. Look, man, I, I was that guy once. You know, I, I started off singing Boys the Men songs with my friends, and that's how, you know, this turned into, into you know, 98 Degrees, so... It's much appreciated, man. Thanks for being so kind to say that. No, let's just jump right into it, man. You guys are going to be here very shortly in Detroit. Um, the, you guys got, no pun intended, but kind of pun intended, the band is back together. You guys are doing it. You guys, how is how is the tour going so far? The tour has been amazing, man. Thanks for asking. Um, it's, we're excited to get back to Detroit. I mean, we are... Uh Truly a Motown act. I mean, we got our first label was Motown Records, and you know we got signed to Motown. You know, emulating a lot of the music from from the Motown era. So it's it's always a joy. And we're Midwest guys, so we're always excited to get back to the Midwest and Detroit. 
Last year we loved being in, in Florida City. It was a it was a blast. The tour this year was better than last. Uh, we've got more of a turnout, obviously, because people understand what the show is, and they know that we're back in full effect. And yes, the band is back together. It's great. Now, this show is going to be different from last year, um, mainly because it's more based on the Christmas theme. You guys had the uh, two-CD set came out, the Let It Snow album. So is it going to be more of a Christmas theme, or are you going to sprinkle in a few hits? How how you guys are going to do that? Well, if we'd, be, we'd be mistaken if we got up on stage and just did a bunch of Christmas songs. It is the holiday season. We're aware of that. It is, um, you know, labeled as a Christmas show. But no, man, we've we got to have the hits in there. We have all the hits. We have songs from the, the This Christmas album that sold almost 3 million copies in the late 90s. We have songs from the Let It Snow album, which we had a top hit season of Love with last year. Uh, we have some other Christmas songs. We have a little comedy in there, uh, it's up close and personal. We engage the fans. We, we've got all kinds of stuff going on in the show. So uh, we're excited to get up there and show you guys what we got. It is a little bit different shows that came last year. The tone is the same, but the show is different. We've got some different songs in there, sprinkled in some different things. Uh, but of course, we have the hits in there for sure. Okay. Um, like, one thing I want to know, and you guys have been around for over 20 years. Um, how has your fans grown with you? Because I'm pretty sure you notice a lot has changed in the last 20 years. Um, you yourself, you've evolved, you've grown. We're going to touch on that in a minute. But how have the fans, because I would imagine your fans probably have kids now. And they want to introduce you to them. Or how has that changed? Well, we had some very young fans. Thanks for the question. Yeah, when we started out, we didn't expect to have such young fans. We did so many things with Disney and Nickelodeon, but we had sometimes female fans that were pre-teens, you know, really young fans. So 20 years later, obviously those fans are in their late 20s into their 30s and even into their 40s now. Uh, so they have grown with us. They've grown up with us. I mean, uh, and then they come, you know, we left for a little while and they were there when we came back. And they have introduced us. Some of them do have kids, and some of them do bring their kids to the shows. Uh, and then, you know, of course, we came back and we, we uh, did our inaugural uh, comeback tour with New Kids on the Block and Boys and Men, who have different fan bases than ours. So we were able to gain some fans from their fan bases. We, uh, of course, were supposed to do a show with Backstreet Boys, but unfortunately, it did sell out, but it got canceled because of weather. Um, so we have some of their fans, and it's just it's just great to be back and you know living this lifestyle just as if we never left in the in the late nineties or early two thousands and and have people coming out and supporting us they're more excitable and 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 more uh, enthusiastic and more loyal than ever. Now I gotta ask, um, is it? Is it easy, like you talk about uh, Backstreet Boys and you talk about the other bands, and it's, um, is it the same feeling to you guys personally, or does it change with age? Well, I think it does change a little bit with age. When you're younger, you know, obviously, you're a young guy and you get signed and uh, all that good stuff, and then immediately, for us, we had, it sort of seemed like overnight success, so we struggled for a couple of years and then all of a sudden we were you know one of the biggest groups in the world and and that, that's a lot for a young person and there's a lot of pressure that goes along with that when you're starting a group to sing for girls and try to make money and be famous you don't keep in mind that there's a business aspect to it that a lot of people have their hands in 
and you gotta learn about the business really quickly and sometimes you have to get burned before you learn and then that, that's what happened with us so, so although we had a great ride uh, you know we, we certainly had a lot of uh, stumbling blocks and ups and downs and a lot of pressure as young people uh, that we don't experience now that we're older. Now we've been in the business with our own fraction, our own right, uh, and, and you know, we have different careers and we have families and uh, you know, 98 degrees to us is, is not to be all end all of our lives anymore like it was 20 years ago. And so that, that affords us the opportunity to enjoy it, to get out there and just actually, you know, what it's meant to be, fun. We go out and sing songs to people that like them and enjoy performing and, uh, you know, and then you enjoy the moment. And, and I think that it's a stark difference between now and back then. Back, back then, it was a much more stressful time. Uh, you know, we certainly have gotten better as performers individually and collectively because we had 20 years to practice. And so, to, to me, it's almost like the group hitting its stride now. 20 years later so it's quite a bit different now you mind if I ask some questions about you personally like don't get me wrong I love the group but I've been following your career personally because since 98 degrees you've branched out and you've done other things I will hope so you just kind of alluded to it a little bit because for starters I know it isn't the end all be all but you were one of the founding members of 98 degrees and a lot of people don't know um there was a 98 degrees before the 98 degrees we all saw. You want to touch on that a little bit? Well, well, right. But like your group of guys that you said were singing the hardest thing, I had a group of guys that were doing the Boys and Men song, and I started the group with some guys um, that I went to college and high school with. And, you know, we were from a very small town in Ohio, and I think, you know, we, I, I had a certain vision for the group and we, you know, migrated to LA to pursue the dream because you didn't have viral media and social media and stuff like that. You had to go to LA or New York to pursue your dream back then because that's where the industry was. Um, and we were out there for a while and those guys sort of got cold feet and went, went home. Uh, those guys were talented guys, but certainly they weren't, uh, to the caliber of 98 degrees and the guys I'm with now. Um, so it was sort of a blessing in disguise at the time when they quit the group, it hurt and it was, I didn't know what would happen, but certainly I would have never gotten a chance to enjoy this journey with uh, Drew and Nick and Justin like I have for the last 20 years. So, uh, you know, I, it was it was great. I mean, you might say I founded the group, but no, I mean, I started another group and then I was lucky enough in my mind to be uh, these other guys and uh, put a group together with them. So I think the four of us are, are all founding them. Now, do you keep in touch with the originals? Yeah, those guys are my best friends. I mean, I produce music with them. Um, I've always tried to include them in the industry because I think they're such talented guys. Uh, so I do keep in touch with them still. In fact, I uh, did a show in Cleveland that, that a couple of the guys came to see a couple of days ago. Um, I've, I've always maintained friendships with them close friendships with them throughout the years so I've, 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 I still have them in my life, life uh, 20 years later that's cool and um, well you've also created um, music by um solo with uh, songs like That Girl. You've also appeared in the movie Dead 7 which was pretty cool because it was kind of a 
spoof of the boy band? Is that all right? I want to ask that question too. Is that a, um, a bad word to use? I know you guys aren't boys anymore; you're grown men. But you know that whole boy band stigma is—is is that a bad word to use, or do you grow out of it? Do you shake it? I—I've I, never been in a boy band or a pop group, so. Can you tell me a little well, bit about I, it? That's, a great, that's another great question. I mean, you asked another great question. Certainly, when we started our group, we took ourselves seriously. The four of us are all vocalists. So, you know, we were playing singing a cappella in Motown's office. So, uh, you know, we didn't, there was no, to us, we never heard the word boy band. There was, the Backstreet Boys were not uh, relevant at the time, and Tink was not on the scene. Uh, the only boy band you might kind of consider at that time was maybe New Edition, which were, were considered a boy band, or yeah. uh, New Kids on the Block, which thought we were completely different then. Um, so when we first started, we really didn't hear it until we started traveling overseas, and so, you know, we got to Europe, and everybody was calling us a boy band, and we were like, what's a boy band? And then Backstreet Boys emerged, and New Kids, or uh, uh, NSYNC emerged uh, in the U.S., and, and boy band originally was attributed to a group that was put together uh, by some sort of Spengali or some sort of person that knew was an expert and, you know, they picked guys that looked a certain way and boosted upon this and they didn't really sing and they looked good and they just danced. And that was the connotation that was attributed to being in a boy band. So at first we were trying to shrink that, that connection or that um, comparison. But obviously, when you compare it to people like Insick and the Backstreet Boys, which sell millions of records all over the world and some of the biggest groups of all time, and we're mentioned in the same breath as those guys, we learned to embrace it, to embrace it really quick. Yeah. Certainly now, I mean, and longer, we definitely were going to be called a boy band because we're, we're getting to be old men. So, so I mean, I think <laughs> that you know, at times in the business, and, and especially music, people take themselves a little bit too seriously. Anybody that really did research on us or listened to the music knows that we're vocalists who came and see us came to see us live, know that we can all sing live and, and so I think that, you know, when you're a young guy you, you kinda take those things a little bit more seriously and a little bit more to the heart than good. But ultimately, hey, we've we we've, we've definitely adopted the term are proud to be associated with the term and and certainly embrace the term because look, that's what people want to stamp for us and if that stamps uh, is also compared to success in, in, in a very, very one in a million and one in a multi-million chance business, then, then I'm happy to embrace it. Now, uh, we were talking about this a little bit before the call, and the thing with you that made it so cool is that you kind of gravitated, you know, you surpassed that because you entered my world a little bit because you're friends or friendly with Jesse Goddard from um, Impact Wrestling. Now, I'm a big pro wrestling guy, but you guys did a song together as the girls with me. Um, is Did you, like you did, you know, like a back and forth type of thing, uh, re reminiscent to like, you know, McCartney and Michael Jackson, The Girl Is Mine, reminiscent to Brandy Monica, that type of thing. How did you hook up with Jesse Goddard? I love that you know that, man. So, so Jesse, uh, you know, I think we connected on LinkedIn, and uh, which is a, a business-type social media platform, for those that don't know about that, um, which is a really great resource uh, for business. 
And, uh, you know, I, I researched Jesse, and I knew he was really prolific in a number of areas. He's on Big Brother, and he he's, uh, was, is an impact wrestler, and he does a number of other things. He's on an Amazon series as well. Do um, uh, dogs, old tricks, or something like that, which is great. And he's just a hustler. And he was like, well, how can we work together? And I had created this mail review called Men of the Strip that was traveling around and, and having a, a lot of success. It was sort of a singing, a boy band mail review thing. It was a sort of a metamorphosis from the old school type of mail reviews, more of a polished type show. And I uh, I asked him to host that. He was, of course, without knowing what, what, the, what the show is all about, was reluctant to do that and protective of his own brand, but uh, so he declined hosting that. Um, but then, you know, I asked him, hey man, why don't we do a song? And and again, he was reluctant about that because a lot of people that don't sing think there's a big rocket, rocket science to it. And, and you know, they have their insecurities about it. So he said he didn't want to do it, but uh, ultimately he came back and reconsidered, said he wanted to do it. I got him in the studio. Uh, I thought, look, the only way to make this work and, and get people to really understand it or make it kind of funny, again, tongue-in-cheek and spoof like like the Dead 7 or something like that, not taking yourself too seriously, but having fun with yourselves and your brands, I thought we should do something like a modern-day back-and-forth fighting over a girl because it's ridiculous that Jesse and I would ever fight over a girl because obviously <laughs> I'm going to have no chance. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. You hit that gym pretty hard. I, I saw you. You hit that gym pretty hard. You can probably get him. I hit it, it, it pretty hard, but he's a professional wrestler. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that, uh, that he knows how to even orchestrate fights. You know, he's a fight, he does how to fake fight for a living. So, anyway, I thought it would be a funny gimmick. We decided to write the song. Um, we went back and forth on the lyrics, and we wanted to trick it out like a 90s, late 90s kind of song for our fans so they can relate, you know, nostalgically from a music standpoint. And it just turned out to be like a viral sort of frenzy. We had, I think they have over 100,000 views on it, which I never expected. Of course, Jesse had aspirations that it would do that well. And now folks are asking, you know, him to record more music. And we're talking about maybe doing a more serious project. But but uh, it turned out to be, you know, that's what we wanted it to do, get people sparked up, make some noise, get excited about it, and let, it, let people know that he could actually sing. And he was great. He was great in the studio, and at first when he was a little trepidatious, he had some experience in choir and stuff like that, so he had a, 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 some sort of confidence about going and doing it. But once we got in the studio, it was like, it was like an old hat for him. He picked it up really, really quick and, and turned out to do a great job with it, man. Now, one thing about this, I, I gotta ask. Does you probably shoot this down real quick? He jumped in your side, your pond. You ever thought about jumping in his, going into Impact Wrestling? I, th- I, I, I talked about it with him. He was like, "Man, you'd get killed in there." I was like, "All right, let's do it." I'm, I'm down. I'm not shy. I'm not scared. I'll challenge Jesse anytime, anywhere. I got saw him in the studio. He's a big pussy cat. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, one thing I was reading, and I did some homework because I wanted to talk to you about this. Before all of this got started, apparently, and if I'm wrong, just please tell me I'm wrong. You you work security for Phil Collins? Yeah, man. It's funny you know that. I don't know where you read that at, but 
I do some homework. I do a little homework every now and then. Yeah, you do. You do a great job, man. That's that's a testament to your quality of journalism, which is great, man. That's that's excellent. But um, yeah, I, I started off, you know, when when I moved to LA with the original group of guys I was with before ninety eight degrees, and those guys had quit. I needed to get an odd job, and I had been working closely with James Brown. And his security, uh, head of security gave me a job working clubs. So I originally worked a bunch of clubs in, um, in LA and, uh, was all over the place there and doing the Roxy and the whiskey. And then one of, one of my, uh, gigs was working for, for Phil Collins' estate. I didn't work for him specifically, uh, but his estate was being built in LA and, in uh, Beverly Hills. And so I, I would sit there and man, man his empty, being-built house. So that quite is, uh, is as sexy as working for Phil Collins as his personal security, but I, I did work inadvertently for Phil Collins. Okay. Now, I got to ask this. Um, I only got a few. Now, I've already eaten up a lot of your time, but I got to ask this question. What was the aha moment? Everyone I talk to, they have a moment where, I don't want to say you made it, because that that's just kind of general, but the aha mom like, oh my god, I am a successful fill in the blank. You know what I mean? That aha moment where what was yours? We've had a lot of them, man. So it's really hard to put my finger and like point at one of them as being, uh, you know, that moment because you have, you have a bunch of them. Because you you achieve one pinnacle of success and then you'll go. You know, you start to strive for a next one, and then you'll have that, and then you'll go, okay, what's next? And then, you know, so so I don't I don't know that there was one specifically, but I think probably the one where you really realize, like, okay, you're you know you're in you're in good company now, uh, and you're sort of in the mix with people was when we performed for Michael Jackson at his at his special at his tribute special for VH1. Um, That's pretty big. With Luther Vandross. We performed with Luther and Usher. So, uh, you know, that was a, that was a kind of surreal moment. But there were, there were so many. I mean, we did a song with Mariah. We did one with Wonder for Dizzy. Uh, you, know, it, you know, hearing the record on the, hearing Invisible Man on the radio for the first time, that was an aha moment. So it's really tough uh, to, to put your finger on one of them, but, you know, just reflecting on all those, you realize how lucky you are to have had one of those moments. So I, uh, I don't take any of it for granted. Okay. Um, last two questions, and these probably some big questions because I know some people who's listening to this trying to get into the business or anything like that. So what is the most important lesson that you learned in your career thus far? Well, I think, uh, you know, I think that, that working hard, I mean, there, there are three things that I think are important to keep in mind when you're doing something like this or anything. It's work as hard as you possibly can because there's always somebody working harder, believe it or not. I think that you must stay humble in the process no matter what, which we've tried to do. It's hard to do when, you, when a lot of things are thrown at you. And then I think have faith in yourself. I mean, you can have even close family members, closest friends sort of, Kind of, kind of get, give you some negativity or throw shade or hate, hate on you a little bit and, and make you second guess yourself. But you have to have faith in yourself. Uh, and obviously, God, the universe, uh, some of these, some things out there helping you along the way. 
But I think those three things are key in this business. Work hard, stay humble, have faith. And this is kind of piggybacking off that last question. It's like you're looking at my notes. But um, any advice you want to give to the new crop of people? Because, you know, with um, technology has advanced, they can do more things. They don't have to move. You mentioned YouTube earlier. You're currently talking on a podcast. But even with all the you know, technolo- technology advances, is there any advice that you could give to the new crop, the new je- generation coming up? Well, it, don't quit. I mean, it, obviously it seems as if the competition is harder, but if you continue to work very, very hard and have self-belief, uh, unwavering self-belief and determination, uh, you, you'll, you'll find a way to make it. And it's the guys that quit, the guys that give up, the guys that make excuses, the folks that uh, either, you know, this got in the way or that got in the way or, or find ways to say give reasons for why they didn't make it or don't make it, but those that persevere and stick with it, have self-belief in their stuff, they sort of cut through the uh, the sea of talent that's out there. I don't think it's any different than it was before. Obviously, technology gives you a chance to give yourself exposure, which are wonderful tools, but ultimately, uh, your work ethic and your, your self-perseverance uh, and belief uh, will, will give you the opportunity to have success. Man, Jeff, that's great advice, and I can't wait to see you when you come back to the Motor City. Thank you so much for giving me a little piece of your time. Man. I know I went over, but, man, this has just been awesome. Well, you were fantastic, man. I appreciate your time as well. I know it's valuable for you, too, and congrats on the podcast. I look forward to seeing you soon, man. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Jeff. And that was my man, Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees. Great interview with Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees. If you want to see the whole crew together, Jeff, the Lachey boys, Nick Andrew. Um, I feel, uh, Matt, 98 Degrees, we're going to do it up. They will be at the soundboard in the Motor City Casino and Hotel on the 5th of December, the Tuesday. This upcoming Tuesday. Now, I think money is coming soon. Hurry up. Limited tickets are available. Man, this show is great. I've listened to the Christmas album. Um, now, I, I talked about it earlier in this podcast. I am not the greatest Christmas fan. Excuse me, Christmas music fan. I got my favorites. I do like this album. This album will be played in the background of all of my Christmas festivities. But... It ain't nothing like seeing them live. And they will be in town. Right here. In the Motor City. The 5th of December. At the Motor City Hotel and Casino. Get your tickets today. Hurry up. It's very limited. That's left. My man Jeff Timmons, man. Like I said. Motor City Hotel and Casino. 98 Degrees. Um, Yeah. So that's what we're doing right now. One thing I do want to talk about, since we're catching up on everything outside of Jeff Timmons himself, um, those who saw it on the webpage, those who saw it, it's not my webpage. Please check out my girl, Erin. Blurred with a blog. Um, now, I don't know if I'm ruining the storyline for it, and I hope I'm not. If I am, I'm sorry, Erin. But I think I was the last guest of 2018. 
you guys can go to blur with a blog you can see me you can see Aaron we can chop it up on your Facebook page because I got into it <coughs> you want to talk to the blurs those who don't know blurs or black nerds if you want to chop it up she picked the one for it and I, I went in the paint hard mm. in the paint mm. I gotta say it's the longest blur with a blog that I've seen because Aaron is a good girl she's awesome Preston they've been on the podcast but I don't shut up. So when she asked a question, she was just like, "What about what about blurred and nerd culture inspired you?" I'm looking at her. How much time you got, girl? Because I've been tennis. I've been tennis up and a bit of a fan boy. But now with that said, now I think we caught up on a lot of stuff. If we not, we'll we'll get into it. But you know, one thing we got to get into. Come on. One thing we got to do, even though we are doing the extravaganza on the 29th of December, we got to talk about this week's Sit Your Ass Down. Sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Yes! Here we go. A special time of the week where we all get a chance to sit down. And we're not doing this to belittle. We're not doing it to shame. We're not doing this. We are just simply tapping you on the shoulder. Hey, man, maybe you're going too hard in the paint. Maybe you're doing too much. Excuse me, miss. Excuse me, sir. Tap you on the shoulder. Please sit your ass down. Now look, I understand we are a few weeks behind because we didn't get a chance to do your sit your ass downs in the last couple of weeks because of Thanksgiving holiday, because we probably missed some news. So if you're saying something, please send us your tweets, please send us your emails, please send us and all of our social media, mainly because we're tabulating the sit your ass downs of the year. Maybe we'll come back to it. But the ones I did see, it's right here. And unfortunately, the first sit your ass down go to the good folks at Tide. Yes, Tide. The detergent. Yeah, I know. Everyone's looking around like, why Tide? But I'll tell you why Tide. Tide, because um, this summer they did this whole thing about people eating Tide Pods. And this has become an internet meme and an internet challenge. That's the word I want to use. Internet challenge and all this other good stuff. But Tide just came out. The company just came out with a new detergent bottle that looks like a box of wine. So I got to look at Tide. Come on, dog. Are you trying to get people to ingest your detergent? Because the Tide Pods, all right, that was crazy enough. And you had Rob Gronkowski coming out there and saying, like, hey, you shouldn't do it. No, don't eat it. This is not for the Internet. Don't do it for the gram. But now there's a Tide box. I'm doing laundry, and it clearly looks like one of the um, boxes of wine that you will get at your local wineries, you know, for the people who enjoy a nice box of wine Tide, come on y'all already know the scrutiny y'all under y'all already know what it is 
you just now get in front of the umbrella of the Tide Pods, why would you do that? Why would you even try to even tie sit y'all ass down? Alright, alright, got this, alright. Next sit your ass down. Go to uh God God I need it. I don't like doing this because I like these people, but when you come up, I don't care about an idea. The sit your ass down does not discriminate. The sit your ass down. Go to my guys. And I like these guys. The Golden State Warriors. And that is for the in the building pass. Yes, this year, the defending NBA champions, the Golden State Warriors, came up like, hey, they are giving you, the public, the in-the-building pass for the low, low price of $100 You for a game. $100 a game, mind you. You could be in the building, not watching, not on the court, not on the stadium. You are in the building. It is a ticket to allow you access to the building on game day. Not the court. Not where you can see the game. You're just allowed in the building for $100 a game. Just so you can be in the atmosphere. You don't know what's going on. You're not watching the game. But you're in the building. Thus, the in the building pass. Golden State, man, sit y'all ass now. Alright, I get it. Y'all the defending champs. Y'all get a couple of extra coin. Y'all need some dollars. Dude, they just want everyone to have the in the building experience. Not not watching the game. Just in the building. Man, sit y'all ass down. I don't even need to really discuss why they get to sit their ass down for that one, but come on, man. Come on. And lastly, and certainly not leastly, this last sit your ass down goes to Ty Bridges. Yes, Ty, that Ty Bridges from the hit TV show Different Strokes. He's 53 years old. Ty Bridges was recently knocked out by a punch while helping his neighbor evict a tenant. I can't write these. Look, I get it. Ty, you want to help your folks. Um, and reading the story that your neighbor was in a wheelchair, you didn't want nothing to happen to him. However, that you're a super tough guy now. You got to do it. So, look, man, you telling people to get out of their house. Like, how that person did not answer the door and say, what you talking about, Willis? Hey, I'm Ty Bridges. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, y'all need to pack up y'all shouldn't leave. What you talking about, Willis? That should have been the end of it. But no, Ty Bridges tried to get hype, tried to force the people out, and then the people didn't want to move. They gave him that one-two punch, knocked him out. Well, Ty... I don't know if you know this or not, but the world doesn't move to the beat of just one drum. What may be right for you may not be right for some. <laughs> when a man is born, 
<laughs> He's a man of beans. Alright, y'all got one. Tight. You're not a tough guy, man. You're a 53 year old man who's looking out for his neighbor. That's good shit. But my man. God. Tight. Tight. Man, sit your ass down. It, it just, that's what I got for this week. Tight did the cake. I, I want to thank my man. From 98 Degrees, my man Jeff Timmons for calling in. You can catch him at the soundboard in the Motor City Casino December 5th, this Tuesday coming up. If you're listening right now, I want to thank Tasha and BK for chiming in. And that was another uh, podcast in the books. You can hit us up on social media. Just talking with Sam. No GN talking. Just talking with Sam on Gmail. Just talking with Sam. Gmail.com. Just talking with Sam No G and talking at Facebook and Instagram. You can talk to me personally. Um at on Twitter at Sam Show Eleven. Thank you guys for helping this podcast and I will see you next week. Peace out guys.